all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Say they be Powered by Overtime Media. What is up, Who Dat Nation? Welcome into another happy recap episode of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, I am your host, Andrew Galata. You could follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also, you could follow the podcast on Twitter at The Who Dat Dis. And the Saints finished off the regular season with a bang as they defeat the Carolina Panthers in Carolina 33-7. And again, this was a very interesting game as... Look, I feel like the Saints without your basically whole running back group getting it done on the ground was really nice to see. I thought Drew Brees had a really nice game as well. We're obviously going to get into all of that. And then with the secondary, you know, obviously ailing a little bit. You don't have Chauncey Garner-Johnson due to the COVID-19 reserve list. Same with DJ Swearinger. And you come up in here and get five interceptions. That's obviously really good here when looking at the secondary. You see Grant Haley stepping up coming off the practice squad and playing a lot of snaps. So that was even good to see. I mean, the depth on this team is just insane. And I I know the Panthers are only 5-11, but when you have this much depth on this team, it's been tested so much this season. Now everyone's going to get healthy. They do play Sunday here, wildcard weekend. They didn't get the one seed, but they play the Bears here, the 8-8 Chicago Bears who lost to the Packers. The Saints obviously needed them to win. They don't. And now the Saints kind of get to show their frustration against the, the Bears and try to really bring it to them. And I, I really hope that happens, obviously. But, I mean, I, I feel like this game, this this tune-up, basically what it was, you saw a lot of really good things from the Saints, and we're definitely going to get into all of that. I mean, this week is a playoff week, so we're actually going to have three episodes for you guys. We're going to have a little quicker recap episode here today. We're just going to break down all the big things from this Panthers game. Then, on Wednesday morning, we're going to have a special guest on the podcast, which should be really, really fun. He's a writer for Saints News Network and also a broadcaster for ESPN for the Big South College Sports Conference, and that's going to be Brendan Boylan. We had him on in like the training camp, then we had him on during the bye week, and now we're going to have him on at this postseason kind of to just preview everything, and it should definitely be very, very fun. I can't wait to you know, talk talk about a lot of things with him. You know, with the Saints basically giving you guys a postseason preview here for the Saints. It should definitely be very very exciting. And then we'll finish off the week with our normal preview episodes here. We're going to preview the game with Brendan, but also I just want to add some more things later in the week once we get closer to game time when we got Saints Bears. It should definitely be very very fun. As I I, I just can't wait for this game and. One game at a time. I think that's the biggest thing here for the Saints. One game at a time. I think last year, I think everyone got caught ahead of themselves. And then they lost to the Vikings. This week, it's Bears. And that's kind of my mindset. Hopefully, it's the team's mindset. Let's just look all into the Bears, how the Saints could beat the Bears. And then if they do, then we'll worry about next week and see who they play. We're not going to worry about any matchups. I think that's just the mindset you have to have, especially in the postseason where you could get knocked out by anybody here. You can't have a dud. And the only way to ensure you don't have a dud every week is to focus on the opponent one game at a time. And that's what you have to do here. So first game, it's Bears. And we can't wait to just get all into it here. And uh, we're going to do that on Wednesday morning with Brendan. But first, I do want to quickly recap this Saints-Panthers games. I do think it showed a lot here. So we're just going to jump right into our notes with our team stats as we always do. And the Saints did outgain the Panthers 
Um, they did have the five turnovers on the Panthers. That was really good. Obviously, uh, winning that turnover battle five to zero is huge because time of possession was really close. It was 30 minutes and, four, and 54 seconds, excuse me, there for the Saints, and then 29 minutes and six seconds for the Panthers. First downs was close too, 20 to 17. And, and the yards, I mean, it was uh, 347 to 320. So very, very close. But when the Saints getting five turnovers, like that's huge. And that's going to really change a lot of things. So when you get five turnovers and uh, five interceptions, that's obviously huge. And that's going to change the game. And then the Saints being able to rush the ball really, really well. You have 156 yards, 5.2 yards of carry with Ty Montgomery, Taysom Hill, who did get hurt. So we have to monitor his status. And then also um, Tony Jones, who only had three carries in this one. But I feel like that was to run the ball that well, especially with Ty Montgomery, who had 18 carries, 105 yards. He looks really good. Just shows the depth of this team. And to me, that's just really good. I mean, you have third downs. The Saints are pretty solid on third downs. You were 7 of 15 on third and fourth downs combined. And then the Panthers, what they were doing, they were 3 of 13. So you were stopping on third downs. I really thought the Saints defense played good, especially in the back end shorthanded. And I think that had a lot to do with Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, he played, to me, a really good game. And when he can lock down a person on you know a receiver on the offense that's just really big and I feel like you can't really uh, understate that especially going into the playoffs I mean you look at Lattimore and what he was able to do in this one I just feel like he played an outstanding game obviously he had the interception but it felt like everybody in the secondary had an interception so it really wasn't just that I mean it was his ability to come up in here and he had zero receptions allowed four targets zero receptions here so he played outstanding in this one And that, to me, is just really big going into the playoffs. That's definitely something I wanted to talk about. And, you know, you feel like how Janoris played. He played pretty solid as well. I know he should have had an interception, but, I mean, he's coming in here. I think, you know, he didn't play the best of games, but he didn't play the worst of games in this one. And when you only give up seven points, really shorthanded, it just shows that this secondary has a ton of depth, even with, you know, uh, guys like Grant Haley out there who look at an interception. He played good in his own right, especially coming up from the practice squad. You had P.J. Williams back there playing free safety. Look, I mean, this team just has a ton of depth, and, and it's showing. And I know the Panthers are only 5-11, and 11, and Teddy Bridgewater didn't even play a whole game in this one. But, again, I feel like right now, looking at this Saints defense especially, I feel like really, really solid there. They had three sacks. I thought that Trey Hendrickson, he played well, and he just shows just came right back in there, got a sack. I think he finished third overall in sacks this year, and that's just huge. He gave the Saints a huge jolt this year, and there's no understating that. That, I think, is really, really big when you know, you're know you looking at just this whole season in general. They were able to stop the run the Saints under four yards of carry. And then red zone defense, you were one of four in the red zone. To me, that's really, really big. And then the Saints are four or five on offense. That's how you win games. I mean, being efficient in the red zone, getting those turnovers, especially when everything was so close with the yards, time of possession, first downs. It's great, really, to see that. So, obviously, that's big there. The penalties, Saints had four penalties only. I thought that was good. And overall, I thought it was a pretty solid game here from the Saints and uh, definitely something that you can build off to the playoffs. I this was kind of a tune-up. It was a perfect tune-up game. You saw a good play from the offense, good play from the defense, banged up, and you still had good play. So, I think that is obviously really big. Moving over to our intriguing matchups here. And the three intriguing matchups going into this week was how the Saints defense was going to play without Kawan and especially playing those weapons. They have some really good weapons on that offense. They have Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. And I mean, definitely we'll get into that. Then we talked about how Breeze can kind of, you know, continue to progress from that injury. And I thought he did great. 
And then the third one was Alvin Kamara as an encore, but obviously Alvin Kamara didn't play in this game, so we'll talk about Ty Montgomery. And that was a really great story for him. So that's big. But we'll start off with the Saints defense here, playing this Panthers offense without Kwan Alexander, obviously, because he will miss the rest of the season. And I thought they played really good, and I think this had a lot to do, obviously, with Marshawn Lattimore, um, with him playing just outstanding. We talked about him already. He completely stopped Robbie Anderson, only three catches, 40 yards from him. And I thought you know, a lot of that came in the end of the game when Lattimore is out. So, again, I feel like right now you're looking at Marshawn Lattimore. If he can go on any team's best receiver and just lock him down, and Kwan Alexander's loss will be mitigated very, very quickly. Because when Lattimore's at the top of his game and he's just Xing out your best receiver, it's really sky's the limit for the Saints defense. And I think we could all agree with that. And he's done that the last two games with, you know, Justin Jefferson, who's been outstanding offensive player, offensive rookie of the year, excuse me. And then you have Robbie Anderson, who was a big free agent pickup for the Panthers. Again, I think that is really big for Lattimore. And both guys are kind of speedsters. And Lattimore, we know, doesn't do so, do so good against speedsters. So, again, especially going into this Bears game with um, Allen Robinson, he's going to play that physical receiver more in his wheelhouse. I'm expecting a big day from Lattimore. And I feel like he just plays better in the playoffs, too. That's just my opinion there. I know he didn't have the best game against the Vikings last year, but no one did. But you go back to 2018, he had the two picks in the Eagles game. I thought he played good in the Rams game. And he played good, you know, in the year before 2017, his rookie season. So, I feel like right now, um, good play, you know, from the secondary. And then you had Janoris, who gave up a big play to DJ Moore, a few big plays to DJ Moore, should have had the interception. I feel like, you know, he's a guy that maybe the last two weeks we saw a little faltering, but I'm not worried about him going into the postseason. I think he'll be just fine, especially when looking at this Bears game. I mean, who's going to be opposite of him? I mean, Darnell Mooney, who's their second receiver, may be out in this one. So, again, I feel like a lot of the the tension's going to go to Allen Robinson, so I think that's going to be really big there. But I'm not worried about Janoris here going into the postseason. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. Definitely not worried. And then the only player that really hurt the Saints was Curtis Samuel, but that probably had a lot to do with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson being out, and then also DJ Swearinger being out. So it was really, you know, a bad matchup when you had, you know, Grant Haley, some, you know, sometimes other safeties on him, you know, P.J. Williams, whoever was lined up against Curtis Samuel. It was going to be a tough matchup because they didn't have Chauncey Garner-Johnson, and he had a good day. He had seven catches, 118 yards. But I feel like, especially in that second half, it started to kind of come together for the Saints. I thought they got better. And the Saints defense got better every single possession, in my opinion. So, again, that's really big here when looking at this game. And really, no one else did anything, really, for the Panthers. So it was really the big three, which has really been all season for them. And I feel like the Saints did a did a good job to mitigate Robbie Anderson basically completely. TJ Moore had a few big plays, but it wasn't like, you know, a huge day from him. I know he had over 100 yards, but he did have no touchdowns. So, you know, he, he was good, but he wasn't like amazing. Wasn't the difference in the game, obviously. Curtis Samuel did have a big day, but I think that has to do with having a cornerback that was on the practice squad on Saturday come up to play on Sunday. But I think Grant Haley did play good considering everything. And, you know, he's a guy that you love his tenacity. You love the attitude he has towards the game. So, I mean, to have him on the practice squad is obviously a huge plus, in my opinion, for the Saints. So, I thought that was really good as well. So, to me, I I, I thought this defense did play really well on the back end. And then you look what the linebackers did. I mean, Demario Davis still looks outstanding. So, I mean, whatever Alex Anzalone is doing to help him, you know, get something off Demario's plate, it's working still. And he had a big day. And Anzalone had a big had a few big plays as well. And then Zach Bond made a nice tackle for loss. That was nice to see as well. So, again, nice job here all around from the Saints defense. And then up front, 
you know, having Trey Hendrickson back is a huge step for this team. So I think that is obviously really big there. Moving it over to our second intriguing matchup with Drew Brees and kind of what he can do, more of a storyline, I guess, what, what he can do against this Panthers defense kind of to tighten up his game, get a little better every uh, every day and every game for him. And I, I thought he played really good in this one. He spread the ball out to, I mean, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different receivers. That's what you like to see there. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders had nine catches. He got his bonus, which was really nice. And you saw his reaction. Definitely, he wanted that. And I feel like the, the, the Saints wanted that. The Saints wanted him to get it. And to me, that just shows you what Sean Payton is fostering in this locker room. It's it's a really positive place to play. And I, and I think players understand that. And, and that's why you see some guys taking pay cuts to go to New Orleans. It's because things like this. So big things from Emmanuel Sanders. Really liked the game he had. He was a big kind of go-to target for Drew Brees, and it showed in this one. So I thought that was really big. Marquez Callaway, he had that uh, 27-yard pass. I thought that was really nice, really nice play there. Jared Cook at the touchdown. I thought, you know, he didn't have the negative play, which is nice to see. I mean, maybe him and Drew Brees are coming on. That would be really, really big going into the postseason to have another big body receiver, you know, to make physical catches. That's really big here. Now, if he can get going in the postseason, that would be huge for the Saints. And then Austin Carr caught a touchdown. That was great to see as well uh, for the Saints. So I thought Brees played pretty great in this one. I mean, he was 22 of 32, 201 yards, three touchdowns, you know, a passer rating of 116.8. So really solid from him. And I feel like this was definitely his best performance yet since coming back from the injury. And um, again, I, f- I feel like he's ascending going into the playoffs and that's really big. So I think everything's coming together for the Saints offense. Now, the game is on Sunday, so you should have Alvin Kamara back, or you're hoping to have Alvin Kamara back. Excuse me there. You're probably not, you know, you, you can't bank on it, but I think you're you're hoping. And and that's something that at least is a possibility now. You should have Michael Thomas back. That's big. You should have Deontay Harris back. You should have Latavius Murray. I, I love how this offense is coming together, and I'm very excited to see it going into the postseason. And then third here, I want to talk about Ty Montgomery, because, look, he's coming in as the third or fourth running back on this team. And he's a guy that ran for 105 yards. And I I know the offensive line played great. But 18 carries, 105 yards, 5.8 yards per carry. He had a 36-yard run. Ty Montgomery, this is the second most yards he's ever had in a game rushing the ball. And his high was four years ago. So it just shows you he still has it. And for him to be your third or fourth running back just shows you how deep this Saints running back room is. And they ran for 156 yards, 5.2 yards a carry, and a touchdown from Taysom Hill. When you can do that with without your top three running backs plus a fullback, I mean, like this team should be able to run the ball a lot here going into the postseason. I think this may be the best Sean Payton running team ever as well. I really like how this team's playing right now. And again, I, I feel like running this football the way they are going into the postseason will be tough to beat because you're getting hot running the ball. Breeze is getting hot throwing the ball. To me, it's just almost a perfect storm. And Shout out to Ty Montgomery because he had a great day basically with one day's notice. You know, he had like one night to prepare for everything and he did it. And it just shows you his versatility and almost having six yards of carry and over 100 yards. Just a really big day from him and very excited about that just to see the depth that the Saints have. So before we get into our group by group recap, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion, and now we're going to get into our group-by-group recap pretty quickly. This is where we grade every Saints group here from the quarterback all the way down to special teams and coaching. 
We're going to go pretty quick in this one as I kind of want this to be around 20 minutes this episode or, you know, 20 to 25, very kind of just not an overview. I definitely wanted to go into things I thought we did, especially in our first two segments, but um, just wanted to keep it a a little light because this is a big week looking towards the Bears. So again, I feel like that's definitely huge and we'll get into that in our next two episodes this week. But I do want to start it here with the quarterback, Drew Brees, and I'm going to give him an A performance in this one. I thought he played really well. And you know, when you're 22 of 32, 201 yards, three touchdowns without any running backs, and you didn't have Alvin Kamara, you didn't have Michael Thomas through the air, you didn't have Traquan Smith, I mean, I, I thought he played as good as you can ask. And that was a really gutsy performance from him. And you give him an A. I mean, when he's coming in here, basically, you know, through the air, he has Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, and, you know, Marquez Callaway, and then a bunch of you know, practice squad players. For him to still put up three touchdowns, no picks, 200 you know yards, that's really big, uh, almost a 117 passer rating. He played outstanding in this one, and uh, again, to do what he did on the field, he was like always telling people where to go, he was all the hand signals, especially on the two-minute drill. It's almost like, I saw it on Twitter, someone said, it's almost like Drew Brees created the two-minute drill. That's how good as he's been, so again, I feel like right now, I mean, you're happy with Brees going in, and uh, definitely that's something that he's ascending. And that's great to see. I know that a lot of people are saying, oh, he hasn't been good in the postseason in the last few years. Like, he is ascending. And like, and, and you, you can say whatever you want about Drew Brees and, and the lazy take to say that he's not playing. Well, that's the, that's the lazy take. But if you look into it, he's just getting better every week. And this Saints team is going to be a very hard out if you have Drew Brees throwing the way he is. And then you have Alvin Kamara coming back running the way he was Christmas Day. I just don't see how you're stopping this Saints offense right now. And then the offensive line is just playing so good. We'll get into them very, uh, very soon. But to me, really good there. And then moving over to the skill position group. I mean, all considering, I'm going to give them an A. I thought they played really good in this one, all considering. I mean, Ty Montgomery, we just talked about him. You know, Taysom Hill, he did get hurt. We said that earlier, but he did have the touchdown in this one. Manuel Sanders had a big day, nine receptions, 63 yards and a touchdown. You had Marquez Callaway had the big catch, as we said. I mean, we kind of went over all this. I, I thought they played well, especially shorthanded. You, you got to give them it. You know, they were getting open for Breeze. Breeze was giving them to the ball. I mean, I think Breeze played a really sharp game. But again, it, 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 it takes the A and then the B to catch it. You know, it takes the quarterback to throw it. And it takes the wide receiver or running back to catch it, hand it off. Obviously, that's really big. And uh, they played huge in this one. And Again, a gutsy performance from groups that were shorthanded and just shows the Saints' depth. So give them an A. I thought they played outstanding there. And then on the offensive line, they're getting healthy at the right time too. And when you have really all five of your offensive linemen healthy starting offensive line, and then you have basically Cesar Ruiz as your sixth man, I'm really excited to see what the Saints team can do. Because if you can control the offensive line and then control the defensive line because that's getting healthy too, again, that's how you win in the postseason. You win in the trenches and... Now, both of your trenches are healthy. I don't think a lot of teams can say that they have, you know, all five offensive linemen intact going into the postseason. This is just really big, and it's something that you don't want to understate. You give them an A for this game. They played outstanding. Taron Armstead's been, to me, one of the best left tackles in the league the last few weeks, and maybe with the Packers losing uh, David Bakhtiari for the whole year, he may be the best, to be quite honest with you. He's playing so good, and uh, he looks like he's really hitting his groove. So, obviously, that's really big. I mean, everyone is. I mean, right now, I'm very happy the way the Saints are playing. It looks like Eric McCoy is kind of returning to that early season form. You see, you know, the interior held up in this game. Ramchek's looking good as well. 
really a good job here from the offensive line. Give him an A. I thought the offense had an A performance. You put up over 30 points without your whole running back group, without Michael Thomas, without uh, Traquan Smith, Deontay Harris. I mean, you, you got to give him a lot of credit. I mean, there's nothing else you could say. Sean Payton, give him a ton of credit, too, to basically make a game plan in like 24 hours to score over 30 points. Because you look at the other two teams who didn't have a whole position uh, position group, and I really turned to the Browns because they were the team without the receivers, which, I mean, you, you could make the argument that running back's the easiest to play without a whole group because, um, it, I mean, it is, it's not like the same with a wide receiver and a quarterback being on the same page, and we know that. But, I mean, the Saints have played the best depth-wise, even with this this COVID trouble this week. You look at the Browns. They lost to the Jets when they didn't have their receivers. And I think the Broncos with their quarterbacks, a completely different scenario. And that's why I don't want to compare it to them. But, I mean, the Browns, I think, is a little closer because that's receivers. So, again, I feel like... And also, the Saints playing without their, a lot of guys in the secondary, too. Just shows you that this team's so super deep. And that's really all I can say there. Moving it to the defense real quick. Because I, I don't want to talk about the defense so much because they did play against P.J. Walker in the second half, and we all know it's really difficult to relieve, you know, a starting QB, and, you know, you want to talk about, you know, a lot of things. We already got into the defense a lot, but I thought the defensive line, they played well, giving them, like, an A-. I thought they played good. Having Trey Anderson back is big. Cameron Jordan had a good game as well. Really like what they're doing. Maybe even give them an A. I thought they played good in this one, and, again, they did give up some yards, and maybe because they weren't getting the pressure every single time, but, look, you give up seven points, you play really good. So I'm going to give them an A. And then linebackers thought they did good. Demario Davis had another day, so big for him. You give that group an A. Alex Anzalone looked good. I mean, look, he looked good in Kwan's absence. Zach Bond made a few plays, as we said, so good job from them. And the secondary, give him a really gutsy A performance. This was just a gutsy performance from them. You know, without Marcus Williams, Chauncey Garner-Johnson, and DJ Swearinger, they came up and played a really good game. You had five interceptions back there, and you probably could have had a lot more. You were able to, you know, have 10 pass deflections as well. Great game from them. Give them an A+, plus just because they weren't playing with a lot of guys. I mean, even Ken Crawley, you know, Shackles got an interception in this one. That was a great, it was a great play by him. To be honest, it was actually one of the best of his career, in my opinion. He, he definitely did a great job there. But I feel like right now, when looking at this, the Saints secondary, that was really good. And that was impressive, in my opinion. I don't care who you're playing. You're playing without basically three guys. I mean, it was DJ Swearinger, Chauncey Garner-Johnson, and then uh, Marcus Williams. And they were still able to come together and have a really great performance, dominating performance with five interceptions. So I thought that was really big there. And then special teams coaching, special teams was good. I mean, Willets did miss the extra point, but he made all his field goals. He's going to have to get that fixed. He kind of shanked it. Kind of looked like my golf drive. <laughs> Not going to lie there. It was just like, whoo, he hit it way left. He kind of shanked that, that one. But again, I feel like he was uh, two for two for field goals. That wasn't bad. Uh, Thomas said had a few nice punts, a few kind of punts that showed his age. So, um, you know, I feel like going into the postseason, I'm still very confident with the Saints group. And hopefully Will Lutz is just getting hot at the right time because they're going to need him. You need good kicking. You need good special teams in the playoffs. And you're hoping Will Lutz can kind of bring you that. Because I feel like whenever the Saints lose and they kind of have that dud, Will Lutz always misses a field goal in those games. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but I feel like Will Lutz always misses. It's usually right before half. Like it's to bring the Saints to tie it or it's to bring the Saints within like three and then he misses it. And it just shows you like, oh, damn, like this is not okay. But I feel like that happens a lot. Um, but that's just kind of what I'm thinking here. Especially teams, I thought they played fine. I mean, all in all, good job there. And then finally, coaching. Again, I, I feel like right now, Sean Payton just did a great job. And this whole season, he's done a great job. 12-4 and four with, with four games without Drew Brees, a lot without Michael Thomas, this one without Alvin Kamara. Again, y- you got to give Sean Payton a ton of credit to bring this team to 12-4. and four. 
And, and this was just another feat. And uh, look, this team faces adversity, and they play really good in adversity. That's the one thing I know about the Saints team. When they're faced with adversity, they're going to play really good, and they're going to play really hard, gutsy performances. And they did that today, and now they're getting healthy, which is it's going to be like, you know, like you, you faced all this adversity, and now we're going to get basically a shot in the arm. And it should be really big, and I just can't wait to see what this team can do here in the postseason. But all in all, good game here as we are going to wrap up the podcast. If you like what we're doing, as always, definitely follow us on Twitter at the Discs, on Instagram at Discussion. And then also, you can listen to the Houdats Discussion wherever you get all your other podcasts. So that means iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, we are on all of those sites. So overall, good game here from the Saints. And now it's full speed ahead to the playoffs. Saints-Bears next week. We'll be back with you probably Wednesday morning and then also on Friday with a nice three-episode week here going into wildcard weekend. So it should definitely be very fun. So with all that said, I want to say thank you guys for listening, turn it loose, and who dat?